Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Access more. It's about time because we're going there. Welcome back to another episode of We're Going There. I'm your host, Bianca Wattis Oltoff. And the people have spoken. We are going to talk about what does it look like to survive online dating and are there any success stories? Now, here's where I just got to shout out you, our podcast listener, because there have been people that have reached out to me via DM and uh, all through social media, all asking, hey, are we going to get an update? Tell me about that girl, Megan, who did the dating boot camp and um, what's the update? So not only are you going to get an update on the girl who survived online dating. But also, there have been some amazing questions that have come in that uh, were follow-up post our three-day dating boot camp. And so, back on the show. I'm so excited. Megan, thank you for being on the show. I am so excited to be back and tell the tale. Because honestly, (laughs) when we were doing this, I was like, am I going to survive? I'm not sure. So, I think think one of the craziest parts when I when we first started this was you were in my DMs and you were explaining Sparkle. And I was really yes. struggling to sparkle, okay? And I just thought it was this effervescent thing that was going to leak out of me like confetti, okay? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We have to talk about this because this was in episode one. So if people are listening to this episode but they didn't hear our dating boot camp. I'm just giving him a point of reference to go back and listen to day one because one of the things that I spoke to Megan about and also other people, like you have to let people know that you're available. You can't just expect people to look at your left hand and assume that you're not married. You have to put out what Matt and I, my husband and I refer to as a sparkle. So carry on. And you, to your own, to your own admission, you said that you're not very good at sparkling. Where are you at now? Okay, I'm at, I was wearing these yoga pants into CVS yesterday, and I had toothpaste (laughs) on my face, and some attractive man was like, I like your pants. And I was like, I'm at this level of sparkle? I have toothpaste (laughs) on my face. So I think there's been some progress. Um, But you, I want you just to break down what sparkle is and over-spiritualize it for a second, because I didn't (laughs) take this away from our first call and someone someone else might be listening and they might be like me and they didn't take it away either. So can you just dive a little bit deeper yeah. onto what that is? So when you and I were having a conversation, I think it, was, it wasn't actually on the podcast episode, but you were kind of asking, can you explain Sparkle in the most simplest way possible? It's Jesus in you. It's the love of God that is just oozing out of you. And I think sometimes that I don't ever like leading with that because that feels way hyper-spiritual. But sometimes people are afraid and they they feel like it has to be them. What would, oh gosh, I feel like a 90s bracelet, WWJD, but literally, what would Jesus do? And how, how can you exemplify who Jesus is through you? That's sparkling. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to think of deference. I'm going to be deferential. I'm going to be reverential. I'm literally going to connect with somebody, talk with somebody, and speak to their God value. And that might be very awkward for people, but if you are a follower of Jesus, if you are a believer, then that should be something that we do on the regular. And so 
Um, you and I have had some conversations back and forth. Can you talk to me about what you've discovered about your sparkle and what you've discovered in going on dates or even just sparkling out in everyday life? One, once I realized that, I was walking about around mind blown for like three days. And then <laughs> it had nothing to do with me, which made it so much easier to then sparkle. Mm. But in this entire boot camp, I learned that not one thing about my life changed, right? Not one thing about my appearance changed, not one thing about my voice changed, not one thing about any part of me changed. But I was now attracting people to me. The only thing that changed was me. Mm. and my mindset and my intention behind it and that to me was worth was worth the admission of <laughs> however many people listen to me spew myself on the internet because i the only thing that changed was me and i don't know who's listening who needs to hear that cuz they're waiting until they lose 10 pounds or they buy a house or they get a dog or they do this or they do that and they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting but it's not in the when, it's in the how you show up. And that's really what I took away from this entire boot camp. Girl mindset, 100%. Okay, so there have been some questions that have come in. We've also had a couple testimonials come in. Before we dive into like your day, because the whole assignment for anyone that missed the episode, the whole assignment was to go on one real date in the span of 30 days. You've actually, you... You you met that challenge and more, which I'm very excited times about. Times three. Times three. Times three. That's right. Um, but we received a DM on Instagram from a girl who listened to the boot camp. Can you synthesize her story and share that as a testimony of, oh, won't he do it? Yes, Lord. Share her testimony. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Bianca listened to it and responded. She goes, Megan, don't be salty if you're not on the next update. And I was like, <laughs> I'm dead, okay? So what happened is... She got the scripture come to her, Psalm 23, and then there was this guy that she connected with who had a dream about Psalm 23 and this girl. <laughs> and I was like, I can't compete with this story, Bianca, so I might be kicked off. And then they were connected, and then they just were like, oh my gosh, I had the same thing happen, and they grew from that connection. But the beauty was she listened to the boot camp. And yeah. she said that she wouldn't have otherwise been like open or maybe even interested. But after the boot camp, she said, wait, this isn't just coincidental. This could maybe even be providential. So, I mean, we're out in these streets trying to tell, trying to hook sisters up and tell them the truth about dating. So we're going to start with the win because that was like such a great win. And I hope that, hey, if you have gone on a date, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, we want to know, let us know. But now I want to talk about like you went on a couple of dates. Hold on. I want to play a game first. Oh, God. Oh, yes. We're going to play a game. I'm here for it. Okay. Called Bop or Flop. Okay? Okay. So this is the part that we didn't really get to talk about. So what happens on the dating apps? That's so right. we talked about pre-dating. We talked about once you've met the person and then going out. Yeah. But we never talked about, okay, well, what about that tiny part in the middle where you actually have to present yourself, right? Okay. And you have to sort and filter now, I will say this. My therapist wanted me to bring in my my app with a big TV so we could match them together because she's a Megan. <laughs> I think you're missing some gold. She's like, what are you tapping? I'm like, I'm going with my gut. She's like, no, no, Megan. I don't think that's how it is. Um, So we're going to play a game, bop or flop. You can't really think. You just need to say what, what your opinion is. Okay? And so I'm supposed to bop or flop? Yeah. Okay. And bop is so, good and flop is bad. Correct. Okay. Bop or flop. Okay. Let's go. 
winky face in the first message. What about an opt? It's like oh. neither here nor there. <laughs> Bot slobber op. <laughs> Mending the rules as we go, okay? This is totally my nature to bend the rules. I'm so sorry. I'm going to say op. I'm kind of like indifferent. It's like maybe okay. if it if it if it's just a winky face, flop. Creepy. If if it's like he said something witty and then put a winky face, bop. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Instagram on their profile. Bop. Okay. Okay. Why? Why? Because I want to stalk them. So, yeah. Okay. Someone who answers within minutes every time. Flop. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say flop. Someone who wants to meet up almost immediately. (laughs) Okay. For my husband, that's a bop because he was like, we were chatting on eHarmony. Oh, God, that sounds so lame. We were chatting we on were eHarmony. We were chatting on eHarmony, <laughs> sipping some iced tea. And so he said, hey, we should, you know, meet up for coffee. This was after, like, just three interactions. And I was like, ew, that's creepy. No, I don't know you. Like, no. Um, so for him, it's just like, handle business or move on. Let's not waste, you know, mm. let's not waste time. I think it's, I would want to get to know them a little bit more. So I, that's an opt. That's an opt for me. Okay, Someone who has a Snapchat on their profile. Flop. Flop. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that can go inappropriate. If if it's Snapchat, if it's Instagram, they're inviting you to stalk. If it's Snapchat, that's an invitation for inappropriateness. I, in my mind, that's a flop, flop. Floppity, flop, I, flop, flop. It's a double flop. <laughs> it's a mick flop. Flop cubed. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for playing my game, Bob or Flop. I love dating it. Edition. Agreed. Now we have Bianca's advice column. I need you to give us some quick advice on talking on dating apps. Okay. okay. What would be your go-to line for starting a conversation with someone you matched with? Like, what is a go-to line? Quick, easy, simple, duplicatable. Oh, gosh. This is such a great question. Um, you know, okay. So I think I'd probably do like... A, a comment on a photo before sliding into someone's inbox. That's just, that's just personal style. Like everyone, you know, find what works for you. Uh, if, if I was, you know, sliding into their inbox, I might say something like along the lines. Okay. So <laughs> I did this for a friend. Like I download the app for her and I was her. I uploaded her photos and all the other stuff. And she was aware of it. She's like, I just don't have the emotional capacity and I trust you. I said, okay. And it was so fun because I'm married and yet I get to pick someone for her to go out with. It was so fun for me. And so my my go-to was commenting on photos and if they engaged, then we could start a conversation. But if it was somebody that like I was making the, or when I say I, it's her. But when she <laughs> was making the initial move, it was a comment about their profile to indicate that I read their profile. And um, a couple common things for me is that it was great if somebody had diverse, like diversity in photos. Like it wasn't just all, you know, shirtless photos from the bathroom mirror. Like that's creepy. Your and- dirty bathroom mirror. <laughs> and so I would, so I would just probably initiate. Oh, actually, to be honest with you, I can't answer this one because I don't think I ever initiated it. I mean, it helps oh. because she was really, really pretty. So. I mean, there's that. (laughs) There is that. Well, sometimes it's just like you match with people and then there's just silence. And you're just like, cool. Oh, I should say this too. I was asked if I was dating multiple people. And I think there's a difference between going on a date and dating someone. That is so, that's a great question and a great clarifier. Say that again. There's a difference between. 
going on dates with someone and yeah. dating someone. Yeah. And so I had a girl who was doing the boot camp slide into my DMs and be like, but are you dating multiple people? And I was like, no, I'm going on dates Good. with multiple people, I but I am not dating any of them. I agree. And so I think that it can be scary to go on dates with like multiple people because you have to like mentally keep them all in check. You're like, okay, you're the dude who likes this. <laughs> you're the one who got it. Okay, got it. And you just have to like mentally categorize. So can I ask um, you a question? At yeah. what point does it move from like going on dates to dating someone? I think we have to go past the three date rule. Three, oh my gosh, girl, you are a student because that was my answer. I think like it hits three three dates, mm -hmm. then you have to kind of have like a DTR. You don't have to be crazy. Like, are you going to marry me? Let's name our children. No, it's just, hey, I want to make sure that we're on the same page. I really enjoy hanging out with you. And I just wanted to make sure like if this moves forward, what, what's the intention? And are we serious? That's it. Speaking of intention, I had another girl ask me about online dating. And she was like, isn't it weird? She's like, every time I've done online dating before, it's been terrible. And I was like, you know, me too. But this time felt different. And I'm mm. going to tell you why. It was the intention behind the online dating. Girl. I wasn't just on there to fill time because I was bored and I didn't want to scroll Instagram anymore. I was actually on there with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that the intention behind it. So if anyone listening has tried online dating and they've sworn it off, I challenge you to do it again with a new intention and see what comes out of it. I mean, can I just give you an A plus? I feel like you were a 4.0 student. You really understood the assignment. You didn't go on one date. You went on three. I am just so proud of you. This is great. Thanks. One last question from Bianca's advice column. Um, how do you ask someone if they love Jesus? Because I, I have a way that I figured out, but I just want to know, like, how do you be like, okay, like, do you, because everyone's profile says Christian, let's be honest for a hot minute. Okay. And they all don't love Jesus. Yes. 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 And, and, and to keep the show family, family friendly, I'm not going to ask you how you discovered that they don't really love Jesus because I've had some interactions where I'm like, oh, you really don't love Jesus. So for me, if their profile says that they're a Christian, um, I'm thinking of like Bumble. I'm thinking of eHarmony. I'm thinking of, mm -hmm. uh, Match. Hinge -linge. Yes. And it actually Hinge. Yeah. So it says right up there, like, Right up there with uh, their take on like alcohol or recreational uh, drugs, uh, children, divorce, marital status, like right up there is like religion. And it's easy to tick a box. Um, what I'm looking for, even before engaging in a conversation, if, if there is something in their profile that actually backs up publicly um, mm -hmm. that they're a Christian. So that's a big one. It is. It totally is. And so in my friend's profile, she's not just a, like a believer and a follower of Jesus. She's dedicated. And so she clearly, what I wanted and what we discussed was for her to put somewhere in her profile that, you know, one of the questions, the prompt questions, I think on Hinge was, you know, state your ideal Sunday. That's just an mm -hmm. easy one. So I start off going to church. I go to brunch with my friends and family. I walk my dog, and then I love to hang out and prepare for the week and, you know, whatever, read by the fire or something. And so what that does is that it's a subtle flex on how serious you take your relationship with God if you're willing to go to church. And your ideal perfect Sunday is going to church. So small things like that. Um, and if a guy puts, you know, um, I don't know, hanging out with a small group or there's a photo of— you know, a missions trip he went on or something. I know, okay, I know I put I put a missions trip photo in my profile and I didn't know that Matt was a missions pastor because 
Well, that's another podcast for another day. But he said his occupation was community developer. And I thought it was like, oh my gosh, he built homes. He's mega it's rich. Breaking this is, the buck. No, no, no. He was a community developer for third world countries as a missions pastor. So he had none of that in his profile. So when he saw me uh, like on a missions trip, he asked like, oh, where are you at? And what is a missions trip? Because I had listed like mission trip to Mexico or something. I can't remember. And uh, I was like, oh, he's definitely not a Christian because he doesn't even really know what a missions trip is. And here he is a missions pastor. So small little things like that to indicate um, spiritual, kind of spiritual awareness and where they are at in their own faith walk. And by the second conversation, I will straight up ask. And when I say I, it was when I was acting as my friend. And you know what? As I'm thinking, I was like, like, I wonder if I could start a business just if I really know someone, like really get to know them, start a business about just managing their dating profiles. I mean, oh my gosh, I would love that. I'd have so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. So I just started asking people, your profile says Christian. What does that mean to you? <gasps> oh, okay. Someone needs to write that down because that's gold. That really is like such an easy way to find out somebody's like spiritual barometer. Well done. Well done. Copy paste, copy paste. <laughs> um, and I will say that led to some very interesting conversations. And then I was doing some ministry work in the in the the messages <laughs> of Hinge. But you know, it's all for the good cause is all I'm I love missing. it. I love it. I love it. I should say this too. Halfway through this experiment, I jumped off of Bumble and went on to Hinge. So oh, yeah, then I was on right. eHarmony and Hinge because Bumble just wasn't bumbling for me. Okay. It was really wasn't doing it. Okay. So I went to Hinge and I think I have a lot of matches on Hinge, but like I haven't really had much fruit come out of it. Okay. So all of the dates we're going to talk about today came from eHarmony or in real life. Friends, I'm interrupting this podcast because if you know me, I love a good smelling house. Not only do I love a good smelling house, I love when things also help the environment. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up beautiful, high-quality fragrance. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year, and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, you heard me right. 1 million. Nose has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again so you don't have to become part of the problem. It's so easy to use, friends. The candles are made with fragrance wax beads. All you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar, fill it up with the wax beads, enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours, and then all you have to do is do the exact same thing over again. Yes, I've been loving burning the Santal and Atlas cedar scents. They're some of my favorites. It's calming and woodsy and luxurious. I'm obsessed. I love it. There's a bunch of other fragrances, and I'm sure that you will find one that fits your fancy. You can build your custom starter kit right now. Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy Notes starter kit using the code going there. Yep, just use the code going there when placing your order. That's going there at notescandle.com backslash going there. Are we ready to talk about the dates? I, I Yes. Let's dive in. Let's talk about date number one. Date number one. I met him on eHarmony and I asked him to coffee. Okay. Oh, you made the him. first move. I did. Okay. Because I was in a boot camp and I had 30 days to go on a date. And <laughs> I like it. My pool is real small. So I was like, all right, it's going to, if I, if it's going to be this, it's going to be you. Right. So we hit it off on the app 
And then I picked the place where we were going to meet. And then he kind of made a comment about that. It was far. And I was just like, hmm. Hmm. It made me feel a type of way. But anywho, I got there first. And the place was not yet, okay? This was one thing to learn. Please go see it in person um, during the hour you wish to attend (laughs) so you can know what it's going to be like. Because I picked the coldest day of the year. It was negative six outside. And it's the coldest it's been here. Wait, wait, wait. Literally negative six? Literally negative six. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And it was so cold that I had to wear my coat inside. And so we get there and it was like the busiest time. And it was so weird. He walked in and I didn't know if I need, if I had to like hug him or shake his hand or just stand there. So guess what I did? You, I stood there. You stood there. I didn't hug him or shake his hand. Oh, just oh. Was awkward. Okay. <laughs> so then okay. we go to order and I was like, I, I can do this myself. You know, like I didn't say that, but I was kind of like, you know, it's cool. Like I bring my purse, like I can pay. But then he bought it. And then I felt indebted to stay the entire 75 minutes. So we talked. We had absolutely nothing in common. Okay. And um, since it was the coldest day of the year, I remote started my car from the seat to give him a five-minute warning that I was indeed leaving. Okay. So we got up and we were walking outside. Thank God it was again freezing because we didn't know what to do again, whether to hug, shake a hand, or just stand there. So we just stood there and said goodbye and both knew we were never going to see each other again. Okay. What did I learn? I'm not going to spontaneously combust if I go on a date, even if it's bad. That's good. I was actually happy it was bad because if it was good, I would have very high expectations. Okay. And so I was able to say, okay, even if it's not ideal, I'm still able to go through it and survive and know that I will live to see another day. I love that. I love that. Someone needs to hear that and be inspired. You can go on a bad date and survive. Okay. Tell me something good for date number two, please. Please. I don't think I have anything good for date number two. Oh, gosh. Okay. So date number two, we went on a double date first, and then we went on a date alone. Wait a minute. So you went on technically kind of four dates. Correct. I count the double date as, okay, wow, impressive. Okay. Okay. So then double date was great. Had fun. Um... I like touched his arm and I was like, okay, that's not terrible. I can do this. I am sparkling. And then we went on a solo date. We were there for three hours. We talked. We like were talking and talking and talking. And we were losing track of time. And at the end of the date, I'm pretty sure he went to kiss me, but I turned my head so fast. And I walked towards my car and almost slipped in the snow because I was walking so fast. Because Um, you were not attracted to him? Um, I just think he... We just weren't it. Okay. We were, we were not a match. Okay. Um, which is good. It's good. But again, here's the thing, though. Um, for anyone listening who wants to be a strong, independent woman, please don't offer to pay because they might say yes. So I ended up paying for dinner. Okay. So just know, don't do it. Thank you. Unless you want to. Unless you want unless to. You, unless you want to. Yeah. But wait till date two <laughs> alone to, to offer that one. Okay. So what did I learn? I can get lost in time and I can laugh with someone I don't really know. I think that sometimes we get in our head that like we can't make new friends or like we won't connect with other people. Mm. But like this really showed me that no matter what, like I can still laugh and connect and get lost with someone even if they aren't the right person. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's great. 
And then please date tell me. Date number three. Please tell me date number three was good. Oh, Bianca, am I depressing you? I'm no, so I'm, I'm holding out in hope. Yeah, I'm not depressed. I'm holding out in hope. Oh, well, keep holding. So date three, Metamani Harmony. Um, it was the best planned date ever. So again, I asked him to go okay. meet for coffee. Okay. This time it was at this cute, like boutique bookstore coffee shop. So cute. And I got there first to anyone listening. Please show up first and order your drink alone and sit down and then text them where you are and what you're wearing. Okay. This takes all of the awkwardness out of the room. Okay. Because now you just get to sit there and wait. You don't have to <laughs> awkwardly go look for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for me, that was a W. Oh, I should say this. This was, he really, really loves Jesus. Okay. I, I think I need to like put this in there. So this is like, so the first guy really loved Jesus. Second guy did not really like Jesus. Didn't know Jesus, I should say. Third guy, big heart for Jesus. So we talked and we laughed and we talked about um, my how, how I was saved and all these things. And it was a two-hour conversation. I broke the rule. It's, it's okay that you broke the rule, but you were having that much fun that you broke the rule. This is a good thing. He loves Jesus. You wanted to spend time talking. Okay. Yeah. He has a great job. Um, he was homeschooled. Now, Bianca, I've only ever gone semi-viral once, and it was on like a three-second clip. And I'm going to tell you what that clip was. Okay. Watch your boyfriend's mom closely because you're job shadowing. And when he explained his mom, I could not fulfill that role, okay? okay. That's all I'm going to say. So he was talking, and I was like, oh, this job shadowing is going to be real hard. I don't know if I'm going to pass the test, okay? So... Anywho, good date. We ended. We walked away. Everything was really good at this point. Okay, everything we were hopeful. was hopeful. It was a, so it was a good. So we're celebrating a good date. It was a good date. Okay, until Megan got awkward and we had to say goodbye. Really bad at this goodbye piece. So I hugged him. A frame hug. Good job. Good job. Thank you. I had to mentally think <laughs> about it as I was doing it, and it's easy if you just think about it. Like if you're like. Keep your booty out. Like, just lean. Uh, just lean forward. <laughs> that's right. I am a teepee. Like, okay. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like so, it. I am a teepee. <laughs> that's right. I okay. mean, teach that to your children. Okay. So I was like, okay, thank you. And I like awkwardly waved. And he was like, okay, I'll text you after. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Then I met with you and you said to me, Megan, don't make the next move. Move out of your court. And I said, Because you asked okay. him out. So right. what, what people in the podcast need to know is that we were checking in and I was like, give me the tea. How's it going? And you were filling me in. And I thought like you did, honestly, I'm really proud of you. You did the initiating. You picked the location. You showed up on time. Like it was, it was, I think you, honestly, you did so well. And then he said that he was going to text you and. And I have a surprise. I went on a second date with him yesterday. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I don't know this. You don't. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have chills. I have chills on my right side. Oh my gosh. Is it good? Is it good? No. Um, oh. but I think this is important. This is this is so important. Why do because you take me on this emotional roller coaster? I'm savage. Megan the Stallion, date two. 
<laughs> he was like, okay, would you like to go out? And I, again, so in the meantime, he had been sending me some things that like had me like scratching my head like, hmm. Yeah. I was Sending not you really, things like what? Like biblically. Um, and I was like, bro, wait, 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 hold like on. That, Is it women, the biblical role of womanhood? Um, essentially, yeah. And I was okay. like, well, do you like champion women? Like, do you like women? Like, how's this going? Right. So <laughs> okay. then we went into like a lot of them. Um, a lot of emotional intelligence. He just didn't have like a lot of emotional intelligence. He was very like logically, logically focused, which I was like, okay, maybe a lot of it is just weird through text. So I was like, I want to meet up in real life again and just see. So he planned the date. And do you want to know what we did? What did I'm afraid. What did you do? We played a board game. Okay. I learned how to play the duel seven wonders. And he didn't even really teach me. And then obviously I lost because he sent me this video <laughs> that I that I was like, whoa. Okay, I, wait, wait, bro. wait, wait. Okay, so where did you meet up to play board game? So basically I was like, listen, I can't invite you to my house. You're a stranger. You know what I mean? And he still lives at home. And I should also <laughs> note this. I've never dated anyone my age. Okay. I've only ever dated people older than me. Okay, so and I'm he's like, your age? Already weird. Yeah. Okay. So I was already like, I don't know. So we go to this place and we don't order anything. He just sits down and takes out the board game. And I'm like, we need to like order food. <laughs> so anyway, we played the board game. I did, I did okay. I made it through. And then we sit down on the back and he starts asking me these questions. These questions that I was like, this is the end. This is the end of us right here. Okay. And so I just took some sips and I was like, get ready to rock, you know? And then um, I ruined every single chance that ever existed. <laughs> but I did it happily and okay. with a smile on my face because there are some things that um, you girls didn't see die on the hill on. Yeah. Yeah. You guys just didn't see eye to eye. Okay. Correct. Okay. But is there something that you learned from dating guy number three? Yes, I learned. No one has ever um, commented on my energy. Like, he said my energy was wonderful. Okay. And I, I sometimes am like, is it? So that was really great. Then I also was like, oh my gosh, someone who loves Jesus can think I am, like, I am intriguing. I am attractive. Mm. I can actually be something. So I thought that that was really cool. That like, okay. you wouldn't just hear my story and be like, all right, you're out. So that was a very, very big, like turning point, I think. So okay. that's what well, I learned from. Here's the thing that's most exciting to me is that like when you go on dates or even if you just meet somebody, you learn things about yourself. And in all three of these dates, you've learned something new about dating. And you completed the challenge. Like, I am so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I I really hope that, um, well, actually, this is the question that I kind of want to wrap up with. Like, are you going to continue to online date? I guess. I mean, I'm out here paying for this eHarmony subscription for six months. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're at least committed for six months. <laughs> we're at least committed for six months. Okay. Um, so I actually have questions from people. Who Ooh, let's do quick fire. Yes. Quick. Okay. How do you know a man is mature? 
Whoa, that's not a quick fire. Okay. Um, no, well, no, no, no. I know. I think we need to answer it. Um, the only way to know somebody's emotional, spiritual, physical maturity is to get to know them. And mm-hmm. then uh, really what reveals it is conflict or trial. So if something happens externally that will um, kind of mess with things emotionally, that's when you can see someone's maturity. Or if something happens in conflict with like you, then you're able to judge somebody's maturity. But there's no way to necessarily, unless they talk with the baby voice and like, you know, they live with their mom and they're on their f- mom's family plan, It you know, for f- the phone. I think there's like little flags, but you won't really know someone's maturity. Why are you laughing? <laughs> the family plan. Yeah, I'm serious. It's kind of like, bro, you're 30. You should get your own phone plan, you know? <laughs> Okay, this one I think is really important. And I think even so I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I think that we need some words around this. Okay, so what is some guidance you can give around having an open conversation on so past experiences. So someone slid into my DMs and they were like, my friend is a 25-year-old who's never kissed anyone. How does she go about having this conversation with her you know, new boo thing. Wait, like she's how never kissed it, anyone or he's never kissed anyone? She never has. So how do you make this not weird? Because she said a lot of dudes mm-hmm. think it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were asked this question by somebody who was listening to the podcast and did the challenge? Yes. I love she's it. She's a follower of yours and then we connected through this boot camp. I, I, I love that you have this whole ministry that started out of this boot camp. I'm like here for it. Um, okay, so I think that's a really great question. Um, the only way to not make it awkward if, is if you don't make it awkward. Because it is an awkward conversation because people are going to think like, wait, why? And so if you can articulate language around it and frame with the why before you say the what. So um, let's just role play for a second. I'm spitballing here. I, did, I, don't, I didn't know these questions were going to be asked. And so if it's me and I'm 25 years old um, with a better metabolism and less wrinkles, then I would approach this and say something like, you know what's really special to me? I love um, having cherished moments that I can create memories around. And so, uh, you know, I want to go to Paris. I don't want to go to Paris until I'm, you know, with my husband or something. So you're giving a lot of whys before you talk about the what, and then get to the point where like, mm-hmm. I just want to address this. Like I, I am a passionate person and I love intimacy. Intimacy has always been something that I've cherished. And because of that, I'm just waiting for the perfect person that I want to kiss. I love that. Thank you. And you don't have to lead him with, I just want to let you know I have no boundaries on kissing because then that makes you sound really weird. But if you leave it to why, just cast vision. Cast vision and it makes it less weird. The truth of the matter is it, they're gonna pe- people will probably think it's weird. That's okay. It's just your version of weird. And it's not even, it's not even weird. It's just a choice that you've made. Stand by it. Be proud. Be loud and rock it. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you, Bianca. We did it. We did. Oh, that's it. Oh, that was that was fast fire. Okay. I love it. Hey, I just want um, to just encourage you. I, I said this before in the boot camp, but if anyone missed it, uh, you are new to the faith. And the fact that you are dating within the construct of being a follower of Jesus, I just want to say that I'm really proud of the work that you're doing. And um, hey, who knows when you have a long-term boyfriend, maybe even engaged, we'll bring you back and <laughs> discover that story. And if you meet him on He Harmony, I will die because that's where I met Matt. So it could just be this full circle moment. <gasps> 
We should do an eHarmony commercial together if you yes. get if you get married for someone on eHarmony. Then you can finally call it Be Harmony for 30 seconds. Oh my it will be gosh, dream life, dream life. Hey, I'm proud of you. Thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you for the interview. And thank you for creating a community of girls like you who are willing to be brave, have hard conversations and put themselves out there. 